as they are, they're, they're not able to be here, so they're, you know, anytime they're away, they just, their heart longs to be here, and we know that, so let's just pray for them, and, and God will keep his hand upon them, amen, can we do that, amen, I love Pastor and Sister Regan, praise God, amen, in John chapter 7, amen, just two verses of scripture here, John chapter 7, uh, reading in verse number 37, beginning in 37, says, in the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the Scripture hath said, out of his belly. Everybody say his belly. Amen. Out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Amen. Amen. If you believe, as the Scripture hath said, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. Amen. If you've believed tonight, as the Scripture said, there should be a river flowing out of your belly tonight. Hallelujah. A river of living water should, should be coming out of you tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. Why don't you lay your Bibles down, and let's just pray tonight God would have His way. Amen. As we, uh, as we just delve into his word. Amen. Let's everybody pray together. Lord, we love you. God, I pray right now, Jesus, anoint, Lord, this word, anoint my heart. God, anoint my mouth tonight, God, to speak this word of truth. God, help me to deliver this message, God. Lord, help me to preach it. Help me to say it, God, with the burden, God, that you've placed upon my heart. God, give us the ears to hear this word and the heart to receive this word. God, let it fall upon good soil, God. Let it fall upon good soil, God. And let not the devil come and, and, and try to steal it away. And God, let not the cares of the world try to choke it out. And God, let not the, the wayside soil, let it not fall upon anything but good soil tonight, God. I pray, Lord, I pray your glory would come into this house. And your glory would just begin to move and minister, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. You may be seated. Amen. Amen. Yesterday, uh, I, I've been praying and just asking God and seeking the Lord for uh, His direction. And, 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 and yesterday uh, morning, uh, I was sitting and studying and just praying about what God had for, the, for this message tonight and for what God wanted, amen, uh, to say. Amen. That's how I always pray, and, and, I, and I just ask God, God, you want to speak to your people, and God, I, I want to say what you want me to say. Amen. And, and God brought a scripture to my mind, and uh, yeah, I, I looked it up, and I, you know, I, I've been, been blessed. I, I got a new, new iPad, and so I was just sitting there, and I, and I copied a scripture. I've gone to that scripture, and I copied it out, and just pasted it into my notes yesterday morning and uh, just began thinking about it. God, what are you wanting? What are you wanting? What are you wanting, God? What is this? What What's the message? I know it's, it's, it's your word, but God, what is the message? And what is the message you have? Amen. Uh, for the church, I, I, I want your word to come forth. And so I, I just have been thinking about it all day and thinking about it uh, on this, on this uh, John chapter 7. And 37 and 38, thinking about out of his belly, out of our belly shall flow. Amen. If you believe, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. And I began to just, as I asked the Lord and just spent the day, Brother Carlos called me yesterday and said, Hey, brother, I want to get together and see you want to just go get a cup of coffee and spend some time together. And, 
And uh, I said, well, sure, that would be good. Let me see what, when I can get free and we can go have some uh, have a cup of coffee. And, man, we had a good time and just uh, fellowship and, and, and drank a cup of coffee. And we probably spent two or three hours time just fellowshipping and, and talking a lot about just life. And, 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 and it, was a, it, was a, it was a great time, and I enjoyed it. And as, we, as I took him back to his house and we were, we were parting ways and, and uh, had some other things to do last night and that, and as, as we began, it just was, uh, we just were still kind of one of those kind of glued in conversation. It was just kind of tough to get a good breaking point. And, and uh, as we began to, uh, we began to talk about uh, our burden for the church and our burden for God and the things of God. And, and, and he began to talk um, about himself and talk about uh, living for God and talking about um, us. Amen. And begin to talk about the church, and talking about when we, uh, what, what what we should be, and things that, uh, that our, our life should be. And he began to talk about it. And just go down the line. He said, "You know, we, uh, the Bible says that there's a that, that that we should have a river of living water coming out of our belly. And and when we talk to people, and as he just began, I just began to say, Lord, talk to me. I'm gonna, I wanted to take notes so that I knew what to say tonight." Because God just began to uh, confirm that, you know what, there's something to this, something to what he had for, uh, for this message tonight. And so I just, I, I encourage you tonight, amen, just understand that God doesn't, uh, doesn't have, have accidents. There's not accidents in the kingdom of God. There's, you know what, there's not an accident tonight that you're here and there's not an accident, amen, that God laid this scripture upon my heart, amen, and confirmed some things with Brother Carl says he, I didn't even say anything to him last night. I just, I just kind of smiled and just was was just thinking yes you know and, and agreeing and talking and and uh, as he was just talking about the dry places if you've ever been to uh the, i've spent time in new mexico and it's very dry in new mexico and, and, and he lived out in california and, and arizona and areas of that uh, and where it's very dry amen it's very dry and uh, very hot it's kind of like here. I mean, it's extremely hot. I mean, you're in the hundreds, and it's very dry, just a very dry heat. And, uh, you know, the, 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 the grass, the, the yards, they don't have grass like we have. They just, they have rock forming beds, and they have, you know, the, the, the cactus plants, and they have the things that don't require uh, a lot of uh, water and that sort of thing because it's just so dry, and the water there is so, um, you know, it, it's just very valuable, if you will, and, and there's limited resources of water, amen, and, and if you've ever had a, um, you know, in the summertime, if you, uh, you know, in your yard right now, it's the grass is probably getting pretty dark and brown, and, and but you know what, if you if you were to let a hose out into the, your yard and, and, and just put your hose on just a little bit of a stream, just a little bit, just a little bit, and just let that, that just kind of continuously just kind of run, and, and, and it wouldn't be very long before you'd start to see something different, amen, to where that water was flowing out of the end of that hose. I don't care how hot the temperature was outside, and I don't care how dry it was by the environment around, but as soon as that source, amen, of water makes contact and is flowing and is continual, amen, you'll begin to see after a few days and after a week, you know what, there, there's, there's a, the grass begins to revive and it begins to turn green again. 
Amen. And, and it begins to take life once again. It doesn't matter what's going on around. It doesn't matter what's happening in the environment. It doesn't matter what Mother Nature's doing. It doesn't matter, amen, how hot the sun is getting. It doesn't matter any of these things. What matters is that there is a flow and a source, amen, of living water, amen, something that is providing it a source, amen, to grow in. Hallelujah. So I'm telling you tonight, I don't know uh, what circumstances your life is in, and I don't know how, uh, you know, afraid maybe you are of the economy that we're in, or, or how fearful you are of your life ahead, or, or what about this, and I don't know how I'm going to retire, I don't know how my kids are going to make it, I don't know what fears that you have, and I don't I know, I understand that the environment, Brother Jerry, that we live in today is pretty dry. Amen? It's pretty bleak. It's pretty, it's pretty hot out there. Amen? And things are dying. Spiritual, uh, you know, they're taking everything of the Spirit out of the society that we live in. The, 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 the world we live in is, is just darker and darker. And, and, and I'm telling you, we don't live in a, in a world that believes in God. Hey, we don't, live, we don't live in a country where politicians believe in God anymore. Or as the release as their guiding principles. Amen. And so this world and, and those that we come in contact with, them, and this world is seeing a very hot and dry time. Amen. And Jesus, amen, is making this statement here. He says, if you believe, as the scripture has said, there's a, there's a prerequisite there. You can't just believe. You can't just say, I believe on Jesus Christ as my personal Savior. It's not what he said. Because the Bible says that the devils believe. And they tremble. A simple belief isn't enough. Amen. According to Scripture. And, and that's what we want to listen to is Jesus, right? Amen. I, I take Jesus' word. That's a pretty good word in my opinion. Amen. And he says, if you believe as the Scripture has said, then... That person, the one that believes, amen, the one that acts upon that belief, the one that puts their belief into practice, the one, amen, that turns the nozzle. I can believe you turn the nozzle on and the water will flow and the grass will turn green, but until I go over and I turn the nozzle, nothing's going to happen. But I believe if you do it, it'll happen. Amen. It's the same principle. You can't just believe. I believe I take a drink of water, I won't be thirsty. Amen. But until you go... Put the cup under the faucet. Fill it up and take a drink. You're still going to be thirsty. And Jesus is saying, this, hey, if you believe, as the scripture has said, out of your belly, amen, shall flow rivers of living water. You're going to be the source. You will be the source of living water. Amen. Not only is your thirst going to be quenched, amen. Now, he didn't say you're going to receive a cup of water. Amen. He didn't say, you know what? You'll get a bucket of water issued to you as soon as you believe. And this is all you get. This is your portion. You get the Holy Ghost one. Here's your bucket of Holy Ghost. And this is what you get to take with you, Sean. Don't you just be careful with it. Just don't share with nobody because it's all you get, man. Remember, you got to take care of that. You only use it on Sunday. Thursday sometimes, a little bit on Thursday, not a lot. We don't want to scare the people sleeping. Amen? He didn't say you get just this little bit. He said, out of your belly shall flow, flow rivers, not even a river. 
believe as the Scripture hath said. Amen. When we believe, amen, I'm telling you tonight, as Jesus was talking about, amen, there will be something happen. I was talking just a minute ago about a little trickle in your backyard. Amen. But what would happen is if you if you put in an irrigation system and you make sure that every square inch of your lawn was covered, amen, and, and you, you, you have half-inch water lines running to, to different spots all over the place and you crank that sucker up and the whole yard psh, was filled with water just on the turn of a knob, amen. I'm telling you what, your whole lawn, amen, would begin to turn green. You'd be the envy of the neighborhood. Amen. I'm telling you, Jesus says here that he, he's standing at a feast. Because in the verse 37 says, In the last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood. Jesus is saying, If you're thirsty, if any man thirsts, let him come unto me and drink. He didn't say if you just find the right church name or if you, if you hook up with the right you know, spiritual friend. That's not good enough. He says, If you find me, if you're thirsty... I'm the source. That's what it means to me. If you're thirsty, you come to me because I'm the source. Where's these rivers going to come from, Brother Merriman? Where is it going to flow? I'm telling you, Jesus made the statement, if you're thirsty, come unto me. Amen. Tonight, your answer isn't in religion. It isn't in anything else. But somehow or another, you've got to drink of the, uh, the, the wells of living water. You've got to get a hold of Jesus somehow. Amen. On the inside. It's not good enough that you've met him and you believed on him. Amen. But Jesus said, I'm with you, but I want to be in you. There's a reason he said, I want to be in you. That's not a, he didn't say, I want to just be beside you. I just want to be, can I be a co-pilot? He didn't say that. He said, I'm with you. I want to be in you. I'm a river of living water. And if I get inside of you, you'll never thirst again. And if I can get inside of you, maybe somebody else, and they can experience this because it's flowing out of you. Hallelujah. Jesus Amen. He was trying to get something into their mind. He wasn't. They were still caught up in this whole. They were at this feast and they were trying to. Like the Samaritan woman didn't get the fact that Jesus said, If you'd have known who I was, you'd have asked of me to drink. Amen. She said, Well, tell me, how do I drink of this? I don't want to, I don't want to have to come out here and dip water anymore. It's hot. It's the only time of the day that I can come because it's embarrassing and no one else wants to be seen with me because I've had five husbands and I, or five men I've lived with and all this other kind of stuff. She wanted the water. She was thirsty. Amen. Jesus was, he knew that she was thirsty. Amen. Her life was in shambles. She was thirsty. Amen. Jesus didn't come. Amen. So that those that have it all together, amen, can sit around and sip tea. Amen. He came to those that are thirsty. Amen. Those that are lost. Those that have their lives messed up. Those that are involved in alcohol and drugs and, and all of these things. Amen. And, and all of this, the, the sins. That's why Jesus came. Amen. You're thirsty tonight. God is your answer. Jesus Christ. Amen. He wants to fill you with the Holy Ghost. Amen. So that no longer, when you walk out of here, amen, your life isn't dry. You're not weary. Amen. There's something happens when you receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Amen. I don't know. I can't explain it. I don't understand it. It's just, I feel different. I don't know what happened. You know what happened? Jesus is in you. And he turned on the river. He turned on the Holy Ghost inside of you. He's inside of you. Amen. He's pouring out. He's pouring out. He's 
have for more than you. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, we have a purpose, church. Amen. God didn't give you the Holy Ghost, amen, so you can carry around your bottle of Holy Ghost. Because this bottle right now doesn't have it. Amen. But right now I can put a lid on this bottle. Amen. And too many times we walk around and say, I've got the Holy Ghost. Oh, it's been a rough day. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Whew, thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus. And man, we walk around. We got the Holy Ghost. Oh, we've got it. There's no doubt. There's no doubt we've got it. Man, look. Yeah, well, you know what? I need to go back and get a little bit more. Lord, here's my cup. And we've got that Holy Ghost, Brother Jared. You know what? It's not something we show off. It's not something we show off tonight. It's something that ought to flow out. It's something that ought to touch somebody else. It's something that ought to reach out to somebody you work with. It's somebody you ought to reach out. It's something that just ought to flow out of you. It's inside of you, Jesus, saying, hey, uh, uh, you were thirsty, right? You took a drink this morning. Hey, somebody else is thirsty. Hey, somebody else. Hey, can you have, have some of this water? It's hot out here. It's, it's dry. And somebody, oh, all of a sudden, oh, this feels good. What do you have? What is this? This tastes good. And Jesus is saying the whole time, if you knew, just come and take a drink of this living water and I can be in you. Hallelujah. And we need to understand. We need to take the lid off. We need to take the lid off and let the rivers flow. Amen. to somebody besides us. Oh, it's good and I enjoy it. Oh, but God, help me to get my mind. Understand. I'm not carrying around a bucket. I'm not just going to hoard this to myself. God, help me to reach out to somebody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus said, if you have the Holy Ghost, if you have that living water inside of you, it shall be a river. Hallelujah. It shall be a river of living water. Hallelujah. Amen. It's not a, it doesn't seem like there's a choice. There's an option. Amen. Jesus said, this is what's going to happen. He said, if you drink of this water, if you believe, as the Scripture has said, there will be rivers of living water. Hallelujah. Somewhere along the line, somewhere along the way, I, I don't know what happens. I don't know where we, I, I don't know where we begin to, to, to block this up, but I, I begin to read in the Scripture. Amen. And I begin to see some things. And I think, I think this is what God is trying to say tonight. Hallelujah. And, and, and we... Amen. It, it's our responsibility. It's up to us. And, and God, He chose these words very specifically. As this river... It's going to be a river. Rivers of living water. He chose these words. God's not author of confusion. He's not... He doesn't put things in His Word by accident. Amen. But we can see, we can see in the scripture that we actually have a choice of where we get our water source from. Amen. We have a choice of where we take our drink from. And, you know, sometimes when I think we, 
who think we're drinking of the waters of life. I don't know if we're really partaking of the right source. Amen? Amen. Let me, let me show you here. Uh, Jeremiah. Amen. And Jeremiah, the prophet Jeremiah. He is called of God in, in the 13th year of Josiah's rule as king. Josiah was a good king. He was one of the, he was the last good king that Israel had. He he was a he was a ruler that tried to get back to God. Amen. That tried to get back. He found the, the law and he found it. He said, you know what? We've got to we've got to begin doing these things and tried to turn it around. But the people just didn't want to follow. Amen. Because as soon as he died, things went back. But during this this thirteenth thirteenth year is when Jeremiah was called and we begin to see his his uh, ministry unfold and. Uh, he, he was called to warn the people and say, hey, you're gonna, this, bad things are going to happen. Bad things are going to happen to you because they, they were involved in idolatry and they were uh, involved in false god uh, worship. And they, they didn't want to, um, they, they weren't following the ways of their, their, their forefathers. They weren't following the law as it was written. Amen. They were wicked people. More wicked, the Bible, uh, some commentary said, is those that the sinning, sinful nations around them. Isn't it amazing that sometimes, you know, when you backslide and you walk away from God, you know what, people who walk away from God that have known God always go become worse than just your normal everyday I, people who've never come to church. Why do they, why do you have to go, they have to go so extreme? If they got something to prove, it's like they, they're, they're, it's, there's something they've got to show the world that they can do what they want to do. And that's what Israel had done. It's a, it's a sinful nature, amen. It's that rebellious nature is what it is. And that's what Israel, amen, Jeremiah had come to warn Israel about. And really, of all the, of all the uh, things that Jeremiah had talked about, there's really, uh, there were two things, amen, there were two things that, uh, Jeremiah uh, had written, amen, and we, re- we find them in Jeremiah, amen. Don't forget what I've talked about so far, these rivers, this river of, uh, the rivers of living water, amen, amen. Jeremiah chapter 2, verse number 13 says, this is, this is God speaking, he says, For my people have committed two evils. They have forsaken me, the fountain of living waters, and hewn them out cisterns. Broken systems that can hold no water. Amen. I'm telling you tonight, amen, sometimes we may think we're drinking of the fountain of living water. Amen. And really, we don't realize, amen, but we've hewn out a cistern. Amen. Amen. It's not a flowing uh, body. It's not a, it, it, it's something that we've created, amen, to catch water on our own. Amen. And so that's why when, whenever we, we wonder, well, why can't, you know, I haven't witnessed to somebody in six months. We've hewn out a sister somewhere within our life. And we come to church and we shout and we may run, but we're drinking of waters of broken sisters that hold no water. Amen. Because Jesus said, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. Amen. I'm telling you tonight, we can have an experience. You know, think we're, I'm telling you, we're drinking, we're, we're having church. But there's no river flowing. There's no river flowing. Amen. I'm, telling, I'm trying to help us tonight. Amen. I'm telling you, God's trying to speak to us tonight. Amen. The river, amen, is it's a source of life. Amen. There, there's, 
there's there's a source. It's it's a uh, there's something about a, a, a river that's flowing. Amen. There's there there's a fresh source. Amen. That the water is coming from. Amen. It, it flows the impurities out of the water. Amen. There's a filtering process that takes place. Amen. When the water's moving, when the water's uh, uh, being able to go, you know, there's something about this. As I begin to study about a river, just to get a little bit better understanding of what uh, what God, what Jesus was talking about here, because He used the word river. It's an important word. There's going to be rivers. Amen. And when you get full of His Spirit, there's got to be a river or rivers. Amen. There's, there's a reason we need to understand tonight. Amen. It can't be a slow trickle. There's got to be more. Amen. And there's a way to happen. There's a way for that to happen. Amen. Hallelujah. And that's to go back and drink once again. Amen. At that at that well of living water, at that spring. Amen. At the river, at the source. Amen. There's one way to really, amen, surrender to God. Amen. And get back, amen, to that day, that moment you receive the Holy Ghost. That's the only way, amen, you're going to get those rivers flowing once again. Hallelujah. A river has the ability to shape the banks and shape underneath. And, and there's something, there's a force behind the flowing of the water of a river. Amen. There's energy in that flow of water. Amen. That's tremendous. Amen. The rock car, underwater uh, uh, caverns and things that were carved because of the flowing of water. They were under, uh, under earth, the, the rivers is what, pretty much what they were. Amen. That shape, you can go through, um, uh, I think it was Mammoth Cave. I think it's in Tennessee or Kentucky. I can't remember now. But as a, as a young man, we went, amen, it's like a four or five hour walk through this underground uh, cavern. We just, and it was all done there put in there by these rivers and underground aqueducts and, and because of the flow of water over time amen it began to change the shape and it began to change amen there's massive things that were there you know what there was a constant flow a constant flow and you know what over time it took shape you know sometimes there's some things in your life amen that you just got along I want rid of it I want rid of it you know what if you just let the water flow if you just let the Holy Ghost just keep flowing in your life if you just let God take care of it let God take care of it let God take care of it and you pray through every service and you witness and you let that Holy Ghost just flow you know before long you're going to realize hey things are starting to change and, and there's some things starting to take shape hey I, I'm looking around now and hey you know what six months ago it didn't look like this and, hey I, I think I'm going to make it out of this one and I think God's going to help me you know what sometimes it doesn't happen Happen overnight. Sometimes you just gotta let the river flow. Sometimes you just gotta let the Holy Ghost work in your life. Amen. Sometimes you just gotta trust in God. Amen. That that energy that's behind, oh, it's just water. What can it do? I'm telling you. Amen. The source, when the water, amen, begins to flow and begins to move, there's power there. Amen. And the amount of energy and the rate of flow is directly connected to the cross section of the river. I'm smart. That's what the dictionary said. You know what that means? Want a cross section of the river? The river's running right through here. You just imagine a line cut it right in half. And so when you look at that, when you look at that, there's a this is ground level, and as you enter in, you know how you know you come to the bottom there, and that makes the river. There's a direct connection, amen, to that cross section. You know what? That river 
fuzzy. There'll be an Anderson flow there. But you know what? The deeper that river gets, it expounds the rate and amount of energy that that river has. Amen. So it can be wide and shallow and you'll get some flow and you'll get a little bit happening. Amen. But when you look at the, the, the formula for for the energy of a river, it doesn't have to be very wide to have a lot of energy and a lot of impact as long as it's deep enough. Amen. Hallelujah, I'm telling you. As long as you can get some depth in your walk with God, you don't have to be real smart in everything. You don't have to know all the Greek and all the Hebrew and all the... You don't have to know every uh, prophet was ever there. You don't have to know all that stuff, but you know what? You better have some depth. Hallelujah. You better not just be running the aisles because I've got goosebumps that will run. Hallelujah. Maybe there's something to this, God. Maybe there's something that Jesus said. Uh, 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 well, let me know more about this river. Let me know more about what you're talking about here tonight. Yeah, I, I want those rivers to flow in my life. I, I want I want there to be some power behind in my life. I want there to be some impact whenever I witness to somebody. Amen. I'm telling you what, I, I want to get some depth in my prayer life. Maybe there's some depth that you haven't reached in a while, and, and you wonder why can't I? Why can't I ever die? I, I witness to. It never happens. Never comes through. Amen, because we're going wide. We're getting we're getting width to the river. Amen. But the depth is just still it's the same depth. Amen. I'm telling you, this is the Bible. This is I'm, I'm, I'm I am in the Bible tonight. Amen. There is a direct connection, amen, with receiving the Holy Ghost and getting deeper in your walk with God and seeing the glory of God in this church. There's a direct connection with the power of God. Amen. Whenever there's a depth of, a, of the Spirit, amen, a depth of prayer and in pre-service prayer, I'm telling you, there's a change in the depth of this service. Uh, there's a change in the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. When people get together, amen, they say, you know what? I'm going to pray. I'm going to seek God. Amen. There's a change in the church. There's a change in your life. There's power whenever you get a depth in your walk with God. Amen. Besides just running aisles, young people. It's good to run the aisles. Amen. It's good to say you're a Christian. It's good to say, I wear skirts. Uh, I don't wear skirts. But if you're a girl and you say you wear skirts, that's a good thing. God cares if girls look like girls and boys look like boys, I believe. Well, sure is a whole lot deeper. Well, that river's a little deeper whenever you know what. I'm not going to, I can't, I can't, I can't go and do that. You know what I don't? I don't do those sort of things. I I can't hang around those sort of things. I love God too much. I I know what they're pleasing to God. Shallow is my pastor says I can't. My church says I can't. Deep says I don't want to because I love God. I want to be pleasing to God. I want to live holy because God said be holy for I'm holy. That's that. Why struggle with sin? Why do you struggle with these things? Because how do I stay out of trouble? How do I, how do I just drink water and look the part? Oh, well, I'm talking. Amen. The Holy Ghost is talking tonight. There's a direct connection when you get the Holy Ghost. There's some death that should happen. There's some things that should take place. Amen. I'm telling you, I feel so strong about the glory of God. Amen. It's a direct connection with getting in tune with the depth of the Spirit. Getting beyond petty differences, getting beyond 
issues with my brother, issues with my sister. Give me honor. I can't believe she said that about me or he said that about me or any of this. Amen. Hey, I'm telling you what, we're going to stay shallow and we're going to stay stagnant. Amen. We're not drinking from the rivers of life. We're drinking from those cisterns that are broken. Hallelujah. Let me tell you about these cisterns. Amen. They were an effort to supplement natural water supply. And that's directly from the International Standard Dictionary. That's what these cisterns were for. They were to supplement. When there's no when there's no river flowing, there's I'm gonna have a cistern of just water that's gonna sit here. So I don't have there doesn't have to be anything going on. I just got some I just got some water sitting here. You know there's some issues that came, amen, with these uh, with these cisterns. If you can imagine, amen, there were wells and there were pools of just water sitting there. It's hot. Water ain't flowing like it should. It's kind of dry, but hey, we got this little pool here. Amen. And there began to grow scum on the tops of these wells and the tops of these cisterns. Amen. And the Bible says that broken cisterns, there were some, you know, there were mortar joints inside that they had to use plaster and, 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 and mortar to keep these things kind of tight so the water. Uh, didn't seep out, not so much the water seeping out, but some nasty seeping out. But you know what? They had these systems that, you know what? You know where the water source came from? It's kind of seeped in from the ground and whatever was next to it and near it. Just the stuff in the water, stuff in the ground. Doesn't sound very refreshing, does it? Hey, but there was a, they, they had water. Amen? They had water there. And, and God says, hey, there's two things that, I, that, that have really been a problem here. There's two things uh, that, that, uh, that they have forsaken. They forsook the living water for their own source of water. Their own way. They're going to do it their own way. Amen. And so Jeremiah, he's telling them, hey, these cisterns, hey, they're, they're not, they're, 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 he's trying to tell them, hey, you've got to get back to the source you got to get back to it. Even back then, God's trying to say, hey, I'm the living water. I am the living water. The only way you're going to make it is through me. You're not going to make it on your own. You're not going to make it trying to do it your way. You've got to do it as the Scripture has said. You can't come up with your own plan. You can't come up with, well, my great-grandma said it this way. Or this church said, I don't care what this church says. I care what the Bible says. Because that's what Jesus said. He said, I care what happens in the Scripture if you believe as the Scripture has said. Because any other way, you're trying to get water from a cistern. Amen. That's full of the things and the scum and the nasty. Because it's not living water. It's false water. Hallelujah. Cisterns belonging to the common cisterns belonging to the common natives are rarely, rarely cleansed, and the inevitable scum which collects is dispersed by plunging the pitcher several times before the, the drawing water. Oh, you know what? All that scum on the top. You know the way the best. Yeah, here's how you. Oh, I know how to get rid of it. Let's drop. Okay, let's. I'm gonna spit that in. You know, two or three times. All right, it's good. We get the we get all the scums off the top. And I got me a bottle of it right here. I got some scuzz water. That's clean. I, 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 I took the scuzz off before I came to church. It's good, though. It's, it's scum-free. Right? You would drink it. But we do, though. A lot of times. We do in the Spirit. A lot of times we live our life. And, and we think, oh, let me get it. Let me dump. Oh, there's a 
Lord, you kiss this part right. Amen. Because this is why, as I began to read this, I just, God just convicted my heart. And I and say, oh, as, as the Lord said this, this Amen. Ezekiel chapter 47, verse 1 through 12. But I'm going to get through this, and, and you're going to understand why and God's going to move and all this kind of stuff. And we're going to get in tune with God tonight because God has to move in this place. God needs to feel, wants to fill somebody with His Spirit tonight. Somebody needs the Holy Ghost tonight, and God wants to do it. Amen? Hallelujah. Amen. Ezekiel 47, verse 1 says, Afterward, He brought me again unto the door of the house, and behold, behold waters issued out from under the threshold of the house eastward. For the forefront of the house stood toward the east, and the waters came down from under, from the right side of the house, at the south side of the altar. Stop the waters were issued out from under the threshold of the house talking about the house of God that's where the waters began and they issued out from out of the house of God at the door at the, at the opening entrance of the doorway amen and going out amen there's something about coming to the house of God there's something about coming to the house of God that, 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 that God has ordained God's you know what? You can feel God anywhere, but there's something about that, that, that getting into the presence of God, getting together. You know, amen. That's why Paul said, forsake not. You summon them yourselves together as a matter of such as. And you know, so, so much the more as you see the day of the Lord approaching. As God begins, as God, we get closer to time, Paul said, you just get together more because you're going to need it. Amen. The waters begin at the door of the church. Verse number two says, Then brought he me out of the way of the gate northward and led me about. Uh, the way without unto the other gate by the way that looketh eastward. And behold, there ran out waters on the right side. And when the man that had the line in his hand went forth eastward, he measured a thousand cubits, and he brought me through the waters, and the waters were to the ankles. He could make it. It's just to the ankles. This is good. We're fine. You know what? I've got a, I, I, I'm, I'm experiencing boy, some good stuff here. Verse number four says, Again, he measured a thousand and brought me through the waters. I came through it. Uh, I, I'm all I'm control. I, I, I can touch ground. I'm good. The waters were to the knees. Again, he measured a thousand and brought me through. The waters were to the loins. As you can see, the depth of the river, the water was increasing. The deeper it gets, the more power, the more energy, the more things begin to happen. The more that God's in control. The more that God is in His power is moving, the more that God has the authority and control, and, and the less you begin, Amen, to have control, Amen. Whenever you can step into a river, and the closer, the, the higher the water gets, Amen. The more, uh, the less you have control of your footing, and the less you have control of where you stand, and the more the river has control, really kind of where it's going and what it's doing, Amen. The more power and the more energy, Amen, is beginning to happen and, and take control. Verse number 6 says, And he said unto me, Son of man, hast thou seen this? I'm sorry, verse number 5. Afterward he measured a thousand, and it was a river that I could not pass over, for the waters were risen, waters to swim in, a river that could not be passed over. We're not going to get out of the river. Once you get in, amen. Why do you want to pass over this river? Amen. You're under the control and you're under the power of God. Amen. When you're really walking in that river and that river's flowing out of you, I don't know why I can't talk to everybody. I don't understand why I'm, I can't I can't keep from telling people about Jesus. I just can't stop it. You're in a river. You're in a river. Amen. It's flowing from a source. You've got no power. 
exciting. You know what? I just get this man whenever I jump up and down and, and, and go in circles. That's the coolest thing ever. No. That's not why we do what we do. If you've ever been in the river of a service an experience with God where you just let God say, God, I get I,
sign on the side of the river, there's many trees. Everyone with me here on this? On this side, there's many trees. And the river running right between them. Verse 8 says, Then said he unto me, These waters issue out toward the east country and go down into the desert and go into the sea, which being brought forth into the sea, the water shall be healed. Now, verse number 9, And it shall come to pass, that everything that liveth, which moveth, whithersoever the river shall come, shall live. Everything that liveth, which moveth, whithersoever the river shall come, shall live. And there shall be a very great multitude of fish because these waters shall come thither for they shall be healed and everything shall live whether the river cometh verse number 10 I'm reading this slow I want you to soak this in and it shall come to pass that the fishers Okay, we got the river. The fishers shall stand upon it from Angadai even unto Enneglam. They shall be a place to spread forth nets. Their fish shall be according to their kinds as the fish of the great sea, exceeding many. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost tonight. This is what God's trying to tell us tonight. When he's standing before these men, he wasn't trying to say, if you're thirsty, if you got need of No, no. He's going back to what he told Ezekiel. If any man thirst, God has a plan. It's not that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. He's going back and says, you know what? If these rivers will flow, if I can get these rivers to flow, This river here, Ezekiel, there's going to be exceeding many fish. Verse 9 said there will be a great multitude of fish. These fishermen are going to be successful. These fishermen are not going to lack, amen, in their catch from day to day. They're going to stand upon the banks, amen, of these rivers, amen, and they're going to cast forth their nets. And they're going to draw every day exceeding many fish because there is a river that is flowing. Amen. And there is a river that's been healed. And there is a river that's that's not stagnant. And there is life. Amen. That provides food. And there's a life that provides a place. Amen. For those fish. Amen. Those fishermen don't have to worry. Why can I catch any fish? The fishermen. I'm saying, I can't wait to go fishing again today. Woo, man. How big of a fish am I going to catch? How many? I bet I catch more than you do. You do. You go down there. I'm going to come down here. I bet you I, got, I catch some more fish than you. And, woo, man, look at 
fishermen have no worry if they're catch because there is a river flowing. Hallelujah. Amen. There is a river. Mark chapter 1, verse 16 and 17 says, Now as he walked by the Sea of Galilee, speaking of Jesus, he saw Simon and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishers. They knew what fishing meant. There was some night they went fishing, they didn't catch anything. Hallelujah. Until they got where they God wanted them to go. Hallelujah. In verse number 17, Jesus said unto them, Come ye after me, and I will make you become fishers of men. Hallelujah. I'm telling you tonight, if we're fishers of men, hallelujah, we need to understand there's got to be that river flowing within ourselves. The only, you won't have to worry about the catch. You won't have to worry about, hey, am I using the right bait? Am I, is, is, do I have this breadth of knowledge? Amen. If you can get a depth of prayer and a depth in God, amen, and get that river flowing, amen, you're going to stand upon that bank of your job, amen, and Every day, you're going to start casting that nuts in. Amen. You're going to start drawing fish, exceeding many fish, exceeding many fish. Amen. And we're not going to have a place, amen, to keep all the fishies. Amen. And we're catching. If you got a river flowing, if I got a river flowing, amen. If we can get the rivers of living water flowing in our life. Hallelujah. If you can get that river, amen, flowing. Hallelujah. Let's stand tonight. Amen. I want to go back as we close with where we started, which is a pretty good place. Jesus. Amen. Jesus. Here's one stood up. Verse 137. The last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. That was Jesus. Jesus is the source. Jesus is what you need. Jesus is what will give you refreshing in your life. If you leave tonight and seek for something else, I'm sorry. Jesus is the only answer. Jesus is it. He said, come unto me. It's not Brother Merriman talking. It's Bible. He said, Come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the Scripture hath said, out of his belly shall flow rivers. Living water stopped there. You know what? We've gotten to this part, this, this, this part so far. Okay? He said, If you believe as the Scripture said, and if you partake of this living water, drink of Jesus Christ. If you drink of his Spirit, your belly shall flow rivers of living water. I want that tonight. I want that tonight. Hallelujah. And you know, the reason why I say that this is your answer, Jesus gives you your answer right here tonight. Because we stopped at 38, verse 38. But I want to go on to verse 39 and see what it says. But this is the key of the Spirit, which they that believed on Him should receive. They didn't just believe in good enough. They did believe. And one of these days they said, Jesus was saying, they're going to receive the Spirit. For the Holy Ghost wasn't yet given because that Jesus was not yet glorified. So Jesus was saying, 
This river is the source of the Holy Ghost. The source is the Holy Ghost. Tonight, Jesus, all the way back to Ezekiel. Hey, get this river flowing. Get this river flowing. He tries to set it up and say, hey, if you if you partake and drink of, of me, how do I drink of Jesus? How do I, how do I come? I'm thirsty. I, I'm thirsty. I want this river of living water. Jesus said, well, you know what? This river begins with the Holy Ghost. Josh, would you put Acts chapter 2 and verse 1 up there? Let's just lift your hands. Amen. 